Well, anyway, um, Joseph's brothers, um, Joseph's um, his dad in favor, which his dad is Jacob, of course we all know, and he was the favorite. And um, Joseph also gave, I mean, jo Jacob also gave Joseph a, um, a coat of a million colors. So that made Joseph's brothers even more jealous of him. But then, later on, you know, in the chapter, Joseph had a dream. And God told Joseph that in his dream that one day his brothers would serve him. And they would bow to him. So not only did it make Joseph's brother jealous of him, but it made him made make them hate him even more. Because now my little brother is telling me that one day I'm gonna serve him and one day I'm about him. To the point that they plotted to kill Joseph. But instead, Reuben said, instead of killing him, let's just put him in a pit. So now we get to the next story. But before we get to this, let's take a time to pray by bringing God's holy word. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you would go before me as I bring your word, Lord. Lord, that your word would be preached with fear and trembling and reverence for who you are. Lord, that I would lead your people, Lord, as I bring your word. And I ask that the Holy Spirit would lead and guide me as I bring the word. Well, Lord, I also ask that not only this word will convict, but also your word will also bring rejoice and comfort in it. And Lord, I just ask, Lord, that you should be glorified in everything that we do this morning. That your name be praised, Lord, this morning in everything that we do. And Lord, I just thank you for this, for this opportunity, Lord. And we just praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So I'm just going to get a little introduction. Um, introduction, like I got earlier, but I'm going to add on to it more of it. But I want you guys to think a little more deeper. Brothers and sisters, I want you to think about the pattern of sin that leads to deceit and lies. And deceit and lies always have been here from the garden with Adam and Eve when the serpent deceived Eve in eating the forbidden fruit. So we jump also to the story, even with, when you think about Jacob how him and his mother came together to deceive their father Isaac for Esau's blessings. So we see the pattern of sin and also we see the pattern of lies and deceit. Earlier in chapter 37, um, like I said before, Joseph was talking, um, brothers, um, they were jealous of him. So we just seeing how jealous birth, jealousy birthed lies and deceit. But I want to also want you guys to think about this. How Joseph's brothers deceived their father Jacob by slaughtering a male goat and dipping the sleeve of, the, of their uh, brother's robe into uh, goat's blood and taking the sleeve to their father Jacob. That's deception number one. To the point they had to go so far, suddenly just being truthful with their father about the issue that they hated their brother because they were jealous of their brother. Instead, 
He said, man, I got something else better. Let's dip our brother's robe into ghost blood and let's take it to our father and pretend, make, make it so that an animal, a vigorous animal, devour our brother Joseph. That's deception number one. But also, I do want you to look at this, like a similar situation with deception. Like I said before about the situation with the fall, the serpent deceiving Eve into eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And she also gave to her husband, Adam, to eat as well. I just want you guys to think about that for a minute. How jealousy, lies, and deception play a role even to, to this day. I just want you guys to just think about this just for a second. Brothers and sisters, I also want you to see that man will lie to you all the time. Man will deceive you all the time. But I want you guys to know that God will never, God will never deceive you. He would never lie to you. God said in his word that I would never leave you. I would not forsake you. I will not abandon you because he's a faithful God. A lot of times we tend, I think, we tend to forget that. Like we, we think that God will lie to us just like man do, and we t we tend to forget that. Because I always have been truthful from the beginning, and He always will be truthful until the end. It says right here in Numbers 20, uh, 23, verse 19, it said, God, said God, God is not a man that he might lie, or the son of man that he might change his mind. Does he speak and not act, or promise and not fulfill? I just want you guys to think about that. I want to read that again. God is not a man that he might not, might not, or a son of man that he might change his mind. Now, man would change his mind every time. Man would lie to you every time. But God would never lie to you. Man. And it says right here, does he speak and not act? Everything that God speaks, he acts on it. Mm -hmm. Or promise and not fulfill. Mm -hmm. Everything that God says he's going to do, he does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Think about that. But I just want to take a time and um, just tell you about a story when I was a teenager, right? When I was a teenager, right? I mean, I used to just, we didn't have a lot growing up when I was a teenager, right? So we didn't have a lot of stuff. And um, I remember I used to lie. I, I, I even remember I used to deceive people. I either to get what I want or even get out of trouble. 
I should just lie and just deceive just to get out of trouble or lie just to get the things that I wanted. Well, well we see the same with God. We, God, you don't have to do those things. God doesn't lie. He doesn't do anything. We don't have to, God tell us we don't have to do those things. Just trust in him. Be truthful. That's all we hear throughout the Bible. God is a trustworthy. He is truthful, right? Where in the Bible have you ever seen that God deceived? God never deceived. Okay? So I want you guys to understand. But God showed that we should lie and deceive people and should be truthful with others in God. And God is showing we can trust in him. It says right here in Proverbs 24, if you have a Bible, you turn that with, with me? Verses 28. It says right here in Proverbs 24, verse 20, it says, Don't testify against your neighbor without cause. Don't deceive with your lips. It's just that, 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 um, that, that scripture right there. God's intelligence, don't testify against your neighbor without cause. So, I mean, don't be out there lying and trying to see. Just, you know, just pretty much to get your way. And also it's saying right here, don't deceive with your lips. Don't deceive with your lips. Because a lot of times, often, we find ourselves deceiving if we're not careful. A lot of times, we find ourselves lying if we're not careful just to make things sound good, right? So I'm just wanna, I just want to encourage each and every one of y'all, including myself, that just, just let's keep our mind focused on Christ, man, in the midst of all this, man. Just living a life that's real honest and trustworthy as believers because we call to live out a holy life. Now, I talked about deception, right? And now we're going to talk about lies. Second, we see in verse, verses 32 to 36, Joseph's brothers went far as deceiving their fathers to lie to Jacob. Like I said earlier, they sent the long slave road to their father and went to the point that we found this, examined it. It's your son's road or not. Joseph's brother had the chance to tell the truth. To be truthful, but instead they lied. Amen. It says right here, um, also I want you guys to turn back to um, Genesis 37, verses 32 to 34. I just want to read that. says right here, they sent the robe of many colors to their father and said, we found this, examine it, and it's your son's robe or not. His father recognized it. It is my son's robe, he said. A vigorous animal has devoured him. 
Joseph had been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, pushed that cloth around his waist, and mourned for his son many days. Now, when I was reading this story, right, it, it hurt to hear the, the length these sons went to just a lot to their father. Their father is here. He's grieving. He's hurting. Instead of being truthful, instead, once again, they lied. They lied to their father once again. Now, now Joseph's brother do they lie once, so now they have to lie to cover up another lie. The first lie, now uh, not all Jacob's sons could, could uh, they try to comfort him. Now they know that their dad was hurting, grieving his brother. They trying to comfort him now, trying to comfort their dad, and knowing deep down inside that they were lying to their dad about what happened to Joseph. Knowing that they sold Joseph for 20 pieces of silver to the Midianites, but instead, they just want to try to comfort him and start telling the truth. Lies. Man, they're lies. But do you guys think it would have been better if they would have just told their dad the truth from the get-go? Would you think everything would have been so much better? Instead, they, they had to walk. Think about this. Joseph, I mean, Jacob didn't mourn for one day. He didn't mourn for two days. He mourned for several years, right? Because this happened when Joseph was probably a teenager. Now he's a full-grown man. So it was over every bit about 30 years. They watched their dad mourn. Started being truthful. Said, hey dad, I was jealous of my brother. He was your favorite. Why we wasn't your favorite? You know what? Dad, we want to kill him. I'm not gonna lie to you, Dad. We want to kill him. But dad, we sold him. They couldn't, they couldn't say that. Because of fear. Fear of Jacob being angry with them. Fear that Jacob may have cursed him. I don't know. But I think it would have been a lot better if they would have told the truth. So if I can encourage you guys today, brothers, more, I want you guys to think of this. It's coming a day in time that we will no longer have to deal with this stuff. One day we will be in heaven one day. We don't have to worry about deceit, lies, hatred, jealousy, envy, sickness, none of things. They'd be so beautiful there. We've been the presence and glory of God every single day. We have love, joy, and peace in the presence of the Lord every single day. And y'all ask, Brother Jerry, how do you know this? We're not in heaven now, Brother Jerry, how do you know this? 
Because when you read Revelation 21, verse 4, it says this. Say this. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more. Because the previous things have passed away. And you can put lying and deceit. We're all there in the category. Because it shows you sin. The effect that sin had on man from the fall. But Jesus paid it all. So one day, one day, we're going to be sitting eternally for help. Can I ask y'all guys a question? Have some time in our life have we ever lied to see to this present time? Because we can point back at Joseph, brothers, we can point back at Jacob when he did all his lying, but what about now and today? How we lie to those people that's around us today? Us as believers, are we being an example to the world as we go out and run people that we work with? How to live a truthful and honest life before the God, before God, the God, uh, the life God calls us to live? Are we truly being honest with one another every single day of our lives? Or we feel that we have to lie just to try to get away with things, or just try to advance and get things from people? Truly. I want you guys to think about that, man. Because I think a lot of times we take life for granted. Mm -hmm. We don't take things serious. And you got to think about it. God says those who are liars will not enter into my kingdom. That shows you the seriousness of this. Lies and deceit. Show the seriousness of it because God says if you are a liar, you will not enter into my kingdom. I can't express it enough. If you are sexual moral, you will not enter into my kingdom. If you are a gospel, you will not enter into my kingdom. So I want you guys to think about this, man. I truly want you guys to think about this. Brothers and sisters, think about this. We are truly living in the last days. I know y'all said, we hear this for years, people have been saying that, but we are truly living in the last days. Amen. So is your heart going to be right before the Lord? Mm. Are you going to live a blameless and righteous life before the God, um, before the Lord? Or are you going to live a life full of lies and deceit for the enemy one? Because he knows his time is short. He knows one day he's going to be burning for eternity. So do we want to follow that same pattern of that? Or do we want to truly seek Christ all single days of our lives and seek him wholeheartedly? Being trustworthy and truthful. We truly got to get it together, y'all. 
truly gotta get together. Brothers and sisters, I do want to give you guys a few applications that will help us not to live a life of lies or deceit. Number one, prayer. Prayer is so important because we communicate with the Father. We look at Jesus, Jesus lived a lifestyle of prayer. He prayed freely. Paul prayed without ceasing. Peter prayed without ceasing. That's how these brothers was able to make it through where everything was thrown at them. People talking about them, being persecuted, being thrown to jail, all these things. These brothers prayed without ceasing. So if I encourage you guys, pray without ceasing. Second, reading scripture. How could you grow spiritually? How could you grow in knowing more and more about God and what he's saying about himself through his word if you're not reading his word? I believe every believer should read God's word every single day of their life. Every single day. Well, well, I can't hear from God. Yes, you can. You pick up his holy word and you read. You're hearing from God. You got to understand the importance of that. And third, having a brother or sister in Christ Holding you accountable, but not just holding you accountable, but also encouraging you in the word of God and living life with you. I truly believe in my heart, those three things that I just gave you guys will truly help us in our walk, yes. drawing close to the Lord, but also about living a life of lies and deceit. And I know this sermon was short. You know what? It's not about me. It's about bringing God's word. Yeah. Sometimes the short word just have much as impact and long word. Amen. Amen. So that's um pretty much it for today. And I just want to um just let that sizzle just just in your spirit. Just think about that throughout the day. Because I promise you, when you leave outside these doors, someone's going to try to tempt you. When you leave outside these doors, lies going to be going to creep up in you. Just see, this is just a battle every single day of our life. But I'll tell you guys to be encouraged. And I will tell you guys, Jesus is enough. Trust me, I know. Jesus is enough. 
So I want you guys truly to, to depend on him, rely on him. And when times get hard, don't give up. Keep fighting. Times get hard. You pick up this holy word right here and you dig deep. Dig deep. Take this word, devour it, eat it. And I'm not talking about physically eating God's word, of course. I'm talking about meditating on this word, studying this word. But that's not just to stop there live it. It's different from preaching God's word and living. You gotta preach it, you gotta study it, you gotta live it. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I hope this was encouraging to you guys. Yeah. I love you guys, man. Y'all just don't really know how much y'all got really mean. I know I don't say it enough and I might don't show it enough. But I promise you I thank you guys. And I thank God for each and every one of you guys. Y'all really truly mean a lot to me. And I thank you guys for just coming to hear God's word. Because like I said again, it's not about me. It's about Jesus. Yeah. And one day he will crack those skies. And one day he will come get us. Yeah. God bless you.